This week's episode is brought to you in part by FNX Fit, a fitness supplements brand that can get you hooked up with all of your pre, post, during workout needs as well as other nutritional supplements. Use checkout code CARLPOOLING at fnxfit.com to get 15% off your order. Hey Hunter, quick question for you. Welcome, by the way. Good to, good to talk to you again. Nice to see you. Oh, well, thank you. Uh, yes, I, I'd love to answer a question. Quick question. You don't have any large sums of money deposited at in, literally any bank, do you? Uh, you know what? I actually think I have large deposits of money in, oh gosh, uh, one, two, all banks. I have it in all banks, actually. All okay. First of all, <laughs> that's sick. How'd you do that? Uh, I stole it. Have you been? Wait, where where did you steal it from? I I I from banks. The <laughs> I I do bank heists. Hold on a second. So the, I, stop I, the look, recording. Listen, listen. I don't. <laughs> I don't hate what you're doing now, Jamie. Please maintain your vigil. Uh, <laughs> you steal. Yes. You, I just have to know one crucial part. Okay, so you steal money from uh-huh. banks. Yes. <laughs> of course. And then you you return the money to banks as a deposit. Correct. I So I have to know, do you... <laughs> it, let me set up two scenarios, okay? And then you tell me... <laughs> Which one right. is accurate, okay? You steal yeah. from bank A mm-hmm. and deposit money at bank B. Mm-hmm. That's scenario one. Here's scenario two. You steal okay. money from bank A and deposit that money at bank A. That's scenario yes. two. Wh- which one are we working with? Well, the problem is if you take that money from bank A and you deposit it into bank B, those are marked bills. And so immediately Bank B will go, hey, these are Bank A bills. This is ridiculous nonsense. So you have to go back to the same bank you robbed from because they'll go, oh, this is our money. We can totally store this. This is, this is, a, this is a Capital <laughs> One dollar right here. This is a Wachovia <laughs> Wells Fargo minted dollar and, and you're they just, just kind of hoping that they don't that they kind of have amnesia or do you hold on do you try and go back when somebody else is working at the bank so it's like a different shift so they'll like not realize that the money was gone and then just be like oh this money was here uh, now it's back that's great news you know how i just periodically shave yeah oh <laughs> there you go how would they ever know Look, that seems to be foolproof. Also, arrest this man. Also, also, it doesn't matter either way if you arrest him or not, because apparently all money's fake and banking is, is fraudulent from, from toe yeah. to tip. You know, um, this uh, over the weekend we had the second worst run on banks of all time forever and ever in the wow. history of forever in this country. Uh when Silicon Valley Bank basically defaulted. One second. Okay. That's a fake bank, right? Like, it there's does no way that's sound a real like bank. like a fake bank. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't it? You know, hey, you know what's popping off? This, this Silicon Valley thing. Silicon. Crap. So this Silicon <laughs> Valley thing. What, what if we just put bank at the end of that? You think You're people like would give Diane us money? You're like Diane Feinstein trying to, con- trying to discuss anything yes. about the tech sector right now. You're like, so exactly. anyway, there's a ba- apparently some type of valley made of silicone somewhere. Yeah. And apparently there's money and it's, it's cryptic money. Some type okay. of cryptic currency involved. Yeah, um. Anyhow, you're an idiot. But yeah, but not <laughs> not for pointing out that Silicon Valley Bank just sounds like a fake bank. 
Yeah, um, there's no way. Apparently, it's real. it's real. I also love the the tongue in cheekedness of the second worst run on the banks in the history of this country because um, uh, you're talking about the Great Depression, my friend. <laughs> like, mm. You're ta- what do they call it? Like Black Tuesday or something like that. Jamie, look that up. What was the run on the banks called? I think it was what Black Tuesday. Although now, of course, they would not call it Black Tuesday. They would probably call it cis. Het White Tuesday or something, if they really wanted to imply how evil it was. Um, yes, Black Tuesday. Tuesday. Oh, okay. okay. Black look Tuesday. At, look at the memory on this guy, going back to the eighth grade, like it doesn't even matter. But yeah, um, it, basically what you're saying is like, not since not since people are like, excuse me, sir, can I tell can I you for a piece of bread for the youngins at home? <laughs> this is the, mm. the second worst time since that time. Um, yeah. Anyhow, I, I love... I love the coyness of the media in that description. But also the the unending stupidity of the banking and financial sector. I say that, but then again, the government's like still going to back their play here. I mean, the the p- people mm-hmm. in charge are going to lose some money, the investors are going to lose some money, but all of the people who deposited are are still safe and of course the fact that the government is going to and the the FDIC is going to over insure this bank means that we'll have fraudulent em- enterprises again in the future that can't cover their assets but it, but this is what's so disgusting about how this worked and it really drives me up a wall i can't tell it seems like you're so you know chill about it i like- hate everybody in government so right so Bonds are supposed to be the safest asset, right? Especially yes. U.S. Treasury bonds. Yes. You buy them, they mature, voila, there's zero risk. You buy them at a discount from their face value on maturity, you traded them in for the total price. Uh, yep. Low interest rates, super secure. So these banks just started increasing their bond holdings and increasing their bond holdings, thinking this is going to be the most secure thing ever, except for what you're betting on is the federal government. <laughs> so that's a terrible bet right now, apparently. <laughs> it's like explicitly a terrible bet because when you have a bond market and the interest mm-hmm. rates go up, they have to they have to sell new bonds at a higher yield rate. And so the bonds that are currently in circulation that do have a face value based on their time left to maturity and the interest rate that they were bought at changes changes uh, their current face value if you were to resell those bonds and so basically without without putting too much too much thought into it or too much time into it rather our own federal government is so irresponsible with its spending that they blew out inflation to curb inflation the federal reserve had to raise the federal funds interest rate because they raised the federal funds interest rate the federal government had to start issuing bonds at a higher price which caused banks that were leveraged in u.s bonds to fail and now the federal government is coming to pay more money out it's going to be another another payment from the federal government to ensure that the depositors at that bank don't lose their money. Caused by the problem that the government was spending too much money. So we have the Ouroboros of financial situations on our hands where we are spending more money to solve the problem that we spent too much money. And and the federal government who created this problem out of whole cloth is like, don't worry, we're going to fire those bankers that did it. And it's like, um, no, were the bankers irresponsible? Sure, but they're, they were irresponsible in that they trusted you. <laughs> they trusted you. That was what made them irresponsible. What they should have done is not bought federal treasury bonds in as great a quantity because they didn't think that you were going to be so completely insane and spend that much money so we're just gonna we're gonna spend our way out of a spending problem and i hate our government and i hate the financial sector and there's the reason that i don't own a home right now is because there's geriatrics walking around washington dc with their their adult diapers full who are spending all of my money and it drives me crazy all right the end hope you guys had a good week what about what about that makes you upset 
Because I don't think you really explained that fully. <laughs> I think, did I not? Did I not lay it out? <laughs> did I not? Did I not display? I couldn't. I couldn't understand from A to B, like why you were upset. Was it the fact that the geriatrics had poopy diapers? I'm gonna be honest. It doesn't it the... help. <laughs> okay. It's not what I would call the genesis <laughs> of my frustration. <laughs> but it's certainly not ameliorating. <laughs> Listen, I'm very frustrated with you. And the fact that you smell like poop, it's not helping. Fair enough. Fair enough. Oh, man. Janet Yellen. So, oh, man. God, Janet Yellen. Just looking at her makes me poor. You know what? Janet Yellen is the most Karen name of all time. It, it super is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just think about that. Put that in your uh, Silicon Valley bank and smoke it. I don't know. And have anyway. a run on it. Nope. Cancel. <laughs> um, I, I, uh, it, it's just so ridiculous. And yet, what, yeah. like four days ago, President Biden came out with his new budget plan proposal. And he's like, I'm, I'm addicted. I, I love economic and financial responsibility i love it it's one of my top three favorite things and it's like but it's mm-hmm, not <clears throat> the second worst run on a bank ever just happened because of your rampant spending problem so you it's it, here's the current leaderboards for dumbest folks with money okay um the mm. great depression and then mm. you like <laughs> <laughs> and this just goes to show too like how stupid COVID policy was. No doubt. Just like this is this is one of the things that's continuing to affect us. And I like to remind people of this. If you're upset about the how the economy is working, why did you not vote in the Georgia Senate race? You morons mm-hmm. in 2020. Mm-hmm. This spending is on you. It literally <laughs> If you don't like the inflation right now, you can blame Joe Biden, mm. but you should blame Donald Trump. You yes. should because because here's the thing. Let me let me make a metaphor for you. Uh, Hunter, I, I think you're gonna love another. Diaper? I think you're gonna love this. Oh, okay. No. Do you remember in Helm's Deep? <laughs> yes, beautiful scene, right? Uh huh. Where the the armies of men are defending themselves against Sauron's horde. Mm-hmm. There were Helm's Deep's defenses were resolute, except for one area. Do you recall, Hunter? Yeah. Where was it? It was in that grate at the bottom. That's exactly right. It. Yeah. And do you remember how that gate was breached? It was one imbecile running in with a flaming bomb that's right they strapped there's a a a putrid horrifying disgusting orc that they strapped with a like a keg full of black powder to and he lit himself on fire and then tried to run in to kamikaze style into the grate to blow a hole in the in the wall of helm's deep yeah that orc is Raphael warnock (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay now where does john Ossoff come into play because i really need to know thank you for asking he is the the powder keg he That's he is thought. holding on to Raphael warnock's back like a little a little fiery backpack okay hold okay. on hold on i've got the visual continue okay now imagine let's say that in front of that grate, yep, you had a, 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 the wall, right? And uh-huh. on top of it, you have leg loss. I feel like I know someone who likes walls. <laughs> easy, easy. You're going to make this too complicated. I'm not going to be able to get away from it. On top of the All wall, right. you have leg loss. And leg loss is yep. the Georgia voters, okay? <laughs> and Aragorn... Are his votes arrows? Huh? Are are the votes arrows? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, I'm there. And okay, Aragorn. If you'll remember in that scene, remember Aragorn mm-hmm. 
desperately yeah. shouting to Orlando Bloom, shoot him yes. down, shoot him down. Right? Remember the scene? It's beautiful. It's beautiful. He is Donald Trump. But instead, <laughs> instead of saying shoot him down, what if he was sticking his fingers in Orlando Bloom's eyes and standing in his way and going, no, 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 boo, boo, don't shoot him, don't shoot him, don't even, don't even look, you don't have any arrows. And he just pulls all the arrows out of his quiver and starts throwing them around on the ground and takes his bow and does like a twirl trick with it and throws it up in the air. And is, he's like, I'm the king of the castle and you're the dirty rascal. And he's getting in his way. That <laughs> is Donald Trump's yeah. role, right? So not like Aragorn at all. Well, I'm saying... <laughs> Not like Aragorn in this scene. Aragorn is the the king of men, the the true, the rightful king of men, right? I'm saying if if Aragorn had acted that way, it, now listen to listen. The spending is Sauron's hoard, right? The spending got in, yes. right? When the wall was breached. Yes. Now, when the king of men <laughs> begs the per, the Georgia voters. To shoot down the spending, mm. who do you blame? Well, you blame the horde. But when he goes na 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 boo boo, who would you blame? If he was if he was behaving the way I just described, you wouldn't blame the goblins. You would blame you would blame Aragorn. You would say, "I could have shot him down if you just got out of my way." You that's like you know what you can't you cannot blame. You cannot blame yes. Joe Biden for the spending. You have to blame Trump. Yes, that's that's so true. Um, why am I picturing a Dominion voting machine with a beard? <laughs> that's Gimli now. Under- <laughs> oh, okay. In, now it makes sense. I didn't under. <laughs> Never mind. Anyway, that was the best metaphor I could come up with. And honestly, for a free show. <laughs> You know, I'm not, I, I, I may be a white boy, but I'm not stupid. I think you got what you paid nice. for. Nice. <sighs> nice. <laughs> we got to start the um, show. Are we getting copyright struck already? From what? From uh, Bring, bring, it's Jeff Bezos. Hey, Lord of the Rings is mine. I paid a billion dollars an episode for that. I don't think okay, anyone well. would listen to what I just did and say that in any way I'm infringing <laughs> on a copyright. <laughs> That's fair. Hey, you want to know what the roadkill's about today? Yo, let's let's start the show first. This is Carl Pulling. Welcome. You know us. Oh, cool. You love us. We talk about uh, things that you're not allowed to, so we get fired and you don't have to. We uh, that's good enough for now. Hunter, what's the roadkill? Greta Thunberg deletes 2018 tweet predicting humanity would be wiped out by climate change unless we stop using fossil fuels by 2023. Man, we lived through another one. Hmm. We did it. I thought autism was supposed <laughs> to make you like good at math and stuff. To be Different fair, kind of autism. Uh, no, no, no. She went. She was uh, quoting a professor from Harvard when she said that. Yeah. So I assume she know. was quoting a professor from Harvard. That's why I was talking about <laughs> autism. I, 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 I set you up. I just kind of batted that volleyball up in the air, and it was Kenny Loggins came in in the background, and you spiked it over the net right into Iceman's face. I love it. It's beautiful. I thought I would be Iceman, honestly. Oh. I thought you spiked it right into Tom Cruise's hairy chest. I kind of thought, like, I was Iceman. Uh Uh-huh. And you were were, uh, the one that dies in Tom Cruise's face. Uh, Goose? Yeah, you're Goose. That's kind of our That's dynamic, cool. you know? Yeah, yeah, I love that. And then That's got Dominion voting machines are kinda like the guy that's like, Maverick's re engaging, sir. <laughs> um <laughs> We've gotta uh, We're not gonna be able to watch movies anymore, Hunter. It's it's no. actually I'm realizing it's terrible for my brain. <laughs> right. You know, uh what can you say about Greta Thunberg? Other than she's small, being manipulated. She's yeah. She and she doesn't have all of her chromosomes in the right places, okay. which is a, sad. Um, and she really ought to shut up about stuff she doesn't know anything about. 
Not for any reason other than she continues to make herself look like an idiot. Also, let me give you guys some practical advice. Don't delete the tweet. Just let it ride. In fact, quote tweet yourself and say, I guess I'm stupid sometimes. I promise you, you get more props for it than trying to hide it. Yeah. That's just some practical advice for you. The only time I delete a tweet is when I post it and immediately go to reread it and realize I've spelled every word wrong. Then you're allowed to delete it and repost it with the corrected the corrected verbs. Ev- only if you misspelled every word? <laughs> no. <laughs> to be clear, oh. <laughs> gerunds don't count. Uh, I have no man. idea what a gerund is. Please don't quiz uh, me. It's, it's, that, it's a verb that also can act as a descriptor or a noun that ends in ing oh my god this show just yeah. put 75 people to sleep while they were driving you are a mass murderer because of how boring you are yeah Thanks. Hunter, let's i appreciate let's that. start the show yeah today's topic sucks and i say that advise advisedly because there's been some details that have come out which pertain to let's call it the biggest news story of the past three years give or take Mm -hmm. and we've learned some things that make us realize that we are being lied to regularly by people whose duty it is to tell us the truth whose people people whose duty should be to tell us the truth and these aren't differences of opinion. They're not differences of interpretation. They are material lies that are being proven out by irrefutable evidence. And yet we cannot have consensus about the meaning. And the reason that we cannot have consensus about the meaning is because by and large, people don't care about the truth anymore. And that's on both sides of the aisle. So Mm. on one side of the aisle, people are using the truth to argue far too much, to prove things that are not true, that are convenient. And on the other side of the aisle, you have the issue where people choose not to believe their lying eyes Mm. and just go that you aren't seeing what you think you're seeing. So, let's get into it. Of course, I'm talking about the January 6th footage that Kevin McCarthy, Speaker of the House, made available to Tucker Carlson about a week ago exactly from the time that we're recording this. Uh, And Tucker Carlson had some of his staff and he perused that footage and then revealed some of it on his primetime slot on Fox News. So let's get into it. Hunter, you want to give us an overview of what we saw in the footage? There was two main points that he showed in the footage, and then we'll get into some of the analysis, I suppose. Yeah, I I guess just to maybe before we get there, is just to say, you know, the January 6th was not a great day, to put it mildly. And there's a lot of things that happened that day that I don't like and I think were really bad and disgusting and... You know, there was no way in my mind that Biden lost that election and going to the Capitol and thinking we were going to hang Mike Pence or make Mike Pence do something that he really couldn't do and not certifying the vote of the American people was just kind of insanity. Mm -hmm. And people engaged in that behavior were disgusting and shouldn't have been having any part of that. And a lot of that happened on January 6th. Um, you know, a lot of the people who were there, um, broke into the Capitol, vandalized, you know, and did some just general stuff there that is breaking the law and goes against what we, our political institutions are set up for. Um, they didn't have guns. They weren't shooting people or anything like that. You know, it's tough to call it an armed insurrection or anything like that. It's impossible to call it an armed insurrection. It's tough to yeah. call it an insurrection. It's even tougher to like uh, 
say that these people were in any way coordinated. Um, you know, they were pretty loosey-goosey about how they were going through everything. Uh, for those Norm of you McDonald who aren't had, familiar, that's a tactical term, loosey-goosey. It's just, uh, yeah. it's actually, well, the Green Berets first developed loosey-goosey when they decided to take off their uniforms except for their Green Berets and fight only with their sidearms. Um, yeah. And- Norm MacDonald had a great tweet where he, he tweeted a picture of people on January 6th walking throughout the Capitol in between the velvet ropes that were there to like for tours and stuff. And he said, I really just think it was terrible when the January insurrectioners were respecting the velvet safety ropes, <laughs> you know, and they're just like, like, I mean, yeah, it, it, you know, we, it wasn't the bloodbath the media wanted you to think it was. And it was a very bad thing. Well, and see, like I can hold, but right. And we knew that we yeah. knew that that was the case. We, we knew that, there was a picture that was being painted that was not entirely accurate because mm-hmm. the media were dedicated to a narrative. And we talked about this, right? Like people say it's the worst insurrection in United States history. It wasn't even the worst insurrection that year. There was worse insurrections in Seattle and Portland earlier that year at like Chaz chop with the summer of love. They were more violent. They had more, uh, murders more homicides there was more guns there was more defacing of government property there was more holding of government property and and, uh, inhabiting Mm -hmm. government property by people that were not supposed to be there for longer periods of time etc ad nauseum this was not the worst even federal insurrection that we saw the that six month in that six month period so it's Mm -hmm. not an argument that i that I buy. And yes, did, were some people walking around politely? Absolutely. That did happen. Were some people being violent and being vandals and breaking into places that they were not meant to break into and smashing doors and smashing windows and flaunting the laws of our republic? Yes, absolutely. And is it frustrating when we call all of the BLM and Antifa riots of the summer of 2000 and uh, 2019, is it frustrating when we call those, uh, when we say that they're mostly peaceful while there's fires blazing in the background on CNN and then they call this the worst insurrection of all time? Yes, that's frustrating, Mm -hmm. but you have to remain consistent, right? We have to remain consistent. Most of the people who showed up and, and let's say protested in Portland did not turn violent. That's just how protests work. But many of the people did turn violent, and those people should be held guilty of crimes. And like we said, when people are being violent, go home. Go home. This isn't peaceful anymore. You've lost control of it. And if you support Mm -hmm. it, you're guilty by association, just like Donald Trump is guilty by association because he did not condemn it fast enough. Now, he might have said go peacefully protest, and he should get props for that but at the same time he didn't stop it at his earliest available convenience and that is wrong so is it frustrating when people are dealing with you dishonestly yes is the proper response for that for you to lie as well absolutely not that's insane that's insane oh yeah i had that backwards thanks for correcting me had what backwards um i always thought you should lie oh yeah well you should but that you have a podcast. Oh, thank you. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that gets us back on track. Who was lying to us, Chris? And the answer is it's the primetime television. But, but it's our best friends over at CNN, MSNBC, and all these people who told us, you know, that they were just wild, violent people at this protest that cops were killed uh, defending the Capitol, that there were all these injustices done. And don't worry, don't look. Uh, This QAnon shaman guy, man, he's a really bad person. Nobody's getting led around. Nobody's getting a tour. Nobody is having barriers moved out of their way. These are people who are violently going into the place, uh, to our Capitol. And lo and And behold... It's a wild right-wing conspiracy that any of them are being let inside by the Capitol yep. Police, right? Yeah. And 
you know, Liz Cheney's looked at all the documents and has done her big January 6th committee with all her new Democrat friends. They've given her some strange new respect. Uh, you know, she's not like those other mean Republicans. You know, she she is she's, she's cool. Joined she the can hang out with the cool kids. Of the Mitt Romney crowd. That's right. Where that's you can right. be and as so, rich and as white as you want. What you need to know is that they went through all the tapes. They looked at everything. And they were bringing you the evidence so you, the American people, could decide for yourself what happened on January 6th. And guess what? That was a load of massive lies. And so what Tucker Carlson, Carlson was able to show us, and I think he definitely uh, went too far, um, but what he showed us is that no, QAnon shaman was getting escorted around the building by two security guards. Two security guards who had ample opportunity to grab him and put him in handcuffs and take him well, away. Let's talk about that. Never his, did. His name's Jacob Chansley. You you probably remember the photos yeah. and the videos of him. This guy, he's a self-described shaman, which uh, tells you a little. Look, he's got a little. He, there's certain things about him that he's got in common with Greta Thunberg. Anyhow, the the and by that I mean that. His Happy Meal didn't come with the requisite sauce and toys. But the... the As long as it comes with fries and a burger, I think he'll be okay. That's probably... Well, you never know. You never can tell. Sometimes <laughs> they don't get the toy. They get a little testy. And look, when one of them gets upset, they could pick up the Silverado. You know what I'm saying? you got to be a little bit careful oh about them. God. Because uh, what they lack in in... Let's say okay. <laughs> mental capacity they make up for in bone density. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> so, anyhow, <laughs> Jacob Chansley is an individual. You'll remember him. He, was, he, had the, he had the buffalo hat with the horns on. He's carrying around an uh, American flag on a pole. And he was painted by the media as the instigator and leader of this Capitol riot. Now, he... It was a former, uh, a former member of the United States Navy, and I believe he was discharged in 2006, where it was noted that he had mental health issues. Okay, so that's a little bit of his background. He's from Arizona. He was shown in the media for months, yelling into a megaphone, occupying the chambers of of Congress, and that's true. He did do those things. And we were told that he was this violent instigator of the insurrection. Now, after he was arrested shortly after January 6th, he spent 300 days, over 300 days, in administrative segregation. And if you're not familiar with the term administrative segregation, it's solitary confinement. So he was seen as a flight risk because he was a follower whatever that means of QAnon and in addition he he uh was seen as a violent instigator and obstructor domestic terrorist according to some news outlets um and the view which is kind of like a the view how do you, how much should i describe the view um imagine imagine if your grandmother cloned herself seven times but the had different the DNA got weaker and weaker and weaker each time. Oh, so like she yeah. started out as like a fairly robust person like Whoopi Goldberg, but then at the end ended up as just a weak, frail Joy Behar. And then just kind of just like kinda of like job of the hut, but if if they like an albino hut. Um and then <laughs> Albino the and Hut. Then all seven of them were sat around a semicircle table. But before that, mm. they all did like 75 whippets back to back and then got hit in the head with a hammer by the Nancy or the Paul Pelosi attacker like 78 times. So they're all, oh their God. eggs are fully scrambled, you know, uh, powdered even. And then they try and talk about United States politics. That's, that's a lot like what the view is like. Of course, they called him a domestic terrorist there. Uh, anyhow, uh, this, this, guy was a flight risk he's a domestic terrorist so because of that not only did they keep him pre-trial incarcerated without bail but they kept him in solitary confinement for almost 10 months or actually for over 10 months which, 
Which sounds like heaven. Yeah. He described it I himself would, as, quote, soft torture. Well, he, I mean, listen, if I was in a room and nobody could talk to me for 10 months, I, I mean, I would pay upwards of a million dollars for that favor, but teach their own. You know? Sometimes I feel like, like I'm the only person on planet Earth that's not Greta Thunberg. Would <laughs> you pay us that? Uh, you're a robot. I can't pay you money. You so. totally could pay her money. You just have to. You'd have to rob it from an online bank. A, a rob crypto Ally. bank. Give the money back to. Ally. What was that? What was that guy who like stole all the money in the Cayman Islands and Sam Bankman-Fried? S- yeah, SB SBF. Yeah, I'll steal from him. I got you, Jamie. Don't you worry. Stealing from him is just like stealing from uh, a bunch of crypto tech losers. So. I support yeah, it. Should be easy. Um, so, anyhow, let's uh, let's jump back in. So, mm-hmm. he 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 described it as soft torture, which brings up a whole like a, a satin maiming. It was a velvet beating. I love the idea <laughs> of, of a soft torture. Anyhow, yikes! Um, <laughs> the spikes are rounded. Is that you know? Some kind of like they put they put hot rocks on your feet, but they're just a nice one hundred degrees. You know, really let the tension just go. Kind of releases a bunch of that tension. It's like yeah. acupuncture, yeah. but with a railway spike. <laughs> like, yeah, we got the pressure point and a little bit more than you bargained for, but we just do that oh gratis. <laughs> you know that that new massage where they like beat you with the leaves. Yeah. Like maybe it's just like a cat of nine yeah. tails. You know, fleece flogging. <laughs> yeah. Uh, any it's getting a little bit more torturous the more we <laughs> Anyhow, talk. Um, so he was kept in solitary, and then he pled guilty to mm-hmm. obstruction of a official proceeding, which landed him a forty-one month sentence. Now, remember, this is a guy who our federal government already noted he has mental health issues. So, uh, a whole lot of good him pleading guilty does in a certain sense. Regardless, we got him, string him up. And then after he gets released, he's still looking at three to five years of surveillance because he is a domestic terrorist. Uh, at least that's how we're going to treat him in a certain sense. Um, and yet, large portions, if not the vast vast majority of his story is completely fabricated so tucker carlson revealed footage that in theory the january 6th committee not in theory the january 6th committee did have access to shows footage of jacob chansley being led around the united states capitol by two police officers who acted as his personal tour guides they were walking him around to different rooms. They were leading him. It wasn't like they were tailing him. They were leading him at times. They were opening doors for him. They were trying to open locked doors for Jacob Chansley. Uh, at one point, they led him past a place where there were seven to eight other cops milling about who let him walk by like he wasn't even there. And in retrospect, the Capitol Police called it a de-escalation tactic but he was alone with at least nine other officers. Why do you need to de-escalate then? That's a load of horse crap. You don't have to de-escalate when you outgun him nine to one or ten to one. Mm-hmm. That's that's unreasonable. And so if you have an impressionable individual who is... is walking around the United States Capitol with under the assistance and care of the police, I think he might have a reasonable expectation that he didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. At least in the moment. Yeah. yeah at absolutely. least in the moment for sure. And then not only that, but Tucker also revealed a video with audio footage of him praying from the Senate chamber through his megaphone and thanking God that the police had let them in. So there he is on the day before there's any of the politicization, before there's any of the footage, before there's any of the demonization in the media, before there's 
whatever the accusations of conspiracy theories or attempts to control the narrative, he says, I was let in by the police. And thanks God that the police had the insight to let him in. Is this, is this the insurrectionist we're looking for? Yeah. So, does that excuse stuff that happened on January 6th? Of course not. But let's talk about this. Benny Thompson, Zoe Lofgren, Adam Schiff, Pete Aguilar, Stephanie Murphy, Jamie Raskin, Elaine Luria, Liz Cheney, and Adam Kissinger. Those are the names of the individuals who sat on the January 6th committee. And each one of them could have reviewed footage from the United States Capitol. Now, it appears that none of them took the time to do that. Because why do they need to know the facts when MSNBC can make up the facts for them? Mm. But their duty was to investigate the goings-on of January 6th in an attempt to paint a narrative and get Donald Trump to be nakedly honest that's what they were really trying to do they were supposed to provide the truth and provide oversight to the American people you know what's insane is the Twitter files the left has berated as being one of the most one-sided nasty things that's ever been done And what the Twitter fires essentially did was, here's the documents, journalists, take a peek. Right. You know? And maybe there's some filtering there that's going on, but Matt Taibbi, Barry Weiss, Michael Schellenberger, those aren't the type of people Not a right-winger among that crowd. Not one. Right. Not died in the world leftist, but not a single right-winger. And they're not exactly the people that are known for you know protecting their positions to maintain their power or protecting their friends you know they've yeah, made that's businesses. why none of them have a job in corporate media anymore exactly they've made they've made their businesses by by saying the truth by going against the grain by doing what a journalist does and calling power out and liz cheney and all those people you just mentioned could it at any time have made this accessible to them? Could have made this accessible to an, another broker that could have looked at this footage? And who knows? Maybe if it hadn't been in Tucker Carlson's hands, but it had been Barry Weiss's hands, you would have gotten a different perspective on some things. But no, they wanted to do a dog and pony show. You know, they wanted to show footage and ask these questions and make it seem like it was this big, terrifying event. And, you know, it's really come back to bite you i think this just goes to show how much more damage you can do by trying to protect uh your viewpoint or trying to build that up i think everything just works better when it's out in the sunlight Mm -hmm. but it's crazy to me to see too you know how these people are treating you know calling matt taibbi and michael schellenberger as uh witnesses on what's happened in the twitter files as well and just you know saying ridiculous things to them about their their reasons and their purposes and trying to inf- uh, impugn and their bad- menage a trois. Yeah, exactly. And trying to impugn them with, you know, evil intent. And it's like, well, you guys do everything behind closed doors. You know, you don't show us the documents. You know, you don't let us peruse what's going on, which is exactly what Matt Taibbi's doing on Twitter. You know, here here's the document where it says the thing I says it says. Right. I said it says, you know. Look, um, if you are the type of person, and I'm mainly talking to the January 6th committee right now, that gets, and our corporate media, or should I say the left-wing democratic media organization, if you're the type of person that becomes upset when more details are shared, you're the tyrant. Yeah. Period. And the truth is usually not as useful as a lie can be. Maybe I should say expedient. Yeah, I think that's a better word. The truth doesn't always get you what you want. 
And the truth... But you might find sometimes. You get what you need. <laughs> the truth sometimes will cost you something. Yeah. If you're an odious fart like Liz Cheney, then the truth costs you your get Donald Trump, I'm the, I'm the good one, I'm the evolved Republican narrative. Mm. If you're Adam Schiff, the truth might cost you your chance to buy back the, oh, we've got him, CNN, for the 13,000th time we're finally going to frog march Donald Trump out of the White House narrative. Mm. Mm -hmm. If you're Benny Thompson, I don't know, go screw yourself. I hate Benny Thompson. <laughs> One time I stepped in uh, Benny Thompson and I scrubbed it off my shoe. Did it come off? Uh, it never fully comes off. Oh, wow. Anyhow, the, the idea that you have access to this footage and you don't share it. Listen, even Jacob Chansley's lawyers came out and said that they did not have access to this information that most likely exonerates or ameliorates his sentence. Mm -hmm. There's going to be legal filings on this right away. Mm. But because they wanted the narrative, because the lie could be beneficial to them, they obfuscated the truth. And let me put the exact right point on this. That group of people conspired against Jacob Chansley. Period. They had access to the truth. It was their responsibility to uncover the truth. And they failed to do so because they ra would rather manufacture the truth. And the result of that was an individual getting put in solitary confinement for 10 months. The result of that was one of their own being left to die so that the narrative might live. You know, our the, the members of our federal government have a responsibility to the American people as a whole, but they also have a responsibility to each of us to serve and protect us, their constituents, who they serve at the pleasure of and serve to enact the will of. And yet, a cabal of both Democratic and Republican uh, Congress people withheld this information so that they could continue to run their January 6th committee hearings and make up news whole cloth about the QAnon shaman and domestic terrorisms and the threat to democracy. And there couldn't be any blip in the armor of that narrative that telling the truth about Jacob Chansley would have revealed. For a couple reasons. One, because they think that you're too stupid to... Have a to have a nuanced opinion. opinion. They think you're too dumb. They think if yeah. we don't tell the American people precisely what they need to think, they will think the wrong thing. That's what they think of you, by the way, if you're on their side. Because I can have a nuanced opinion. I can say Jacob Chansley is not a devil and not a domestic terrorist. And also, he's probably guilty of trespassing. And January 6th was bad. They don't think that you're capable of doing that. So here, here's what I have to say. If, you, if their true intention is to make things better in the United States, to return the political climate to a level of normalcy where we can expect behaviors out of the other side, where we can engage in, in real politic and engage in society in a forthright and constructive way, where we can deal with the bad actors with the appropriate amount of force and promote the good ones, if that is their goal, 
then tell me why in the hell would you actually commit conspiracy against an American citizen? Because listen, I've got it's pressure on my right as even just as the political policy wonk of my friend group as a podcast host that, you know, by the grace of God, a couple thousand people listen to every week. I've got pressure on my right from people that believe things that I think are wild. And I do my best to tell the truth and to curb the excesses even when the excesses hurt my political opposition. Because I think that the truth is a higher ideal than political expedience. So I know people who believe in Dominion voting nonsense. And I know people that believe that the election was stolen. And I know people that believe that there's a secret group that meets under a pizza hut and drinks the blood of virgin children. And I, I know Whoa. people... Stop giving away my yeah, secrets. Yeah, Hunter. But, <laughs> but listen, they exist. How... In the hell do you expect me to look them in the face and tell them that what they believe is out of the bounds of reality when out in the open now the United States government is willing to commit conspiracy against its own citizens? You tell me how I'm supposed to do that. Liz Cheney, if you walked into the street... I, I, I cannot, you treasonous bitch. It's so the it's fact so that good you would let the fact that you would let an American citizen sit in solitary confinement for ten months and know the truth and do nothing disgusts me. You are a vile, reprehensible human being. And same goes for you, Kissinger. And same goes for you, Lofgren, and Thompson, and Schiff, and Aguilar, and Murphy, and Raskin, and Luria. You are reprehensible human beings. You are the scum of America. Period. And it is a fact that crap attracts the most flies, and that government is a big steaming pile of crap, and you are the dregs of society. And the fact that you would withhold the truth while somebody rots in a hole so that you can preserve your precious little narrative and your precious little political expediency is a betrayal of the highest order. And justice would dictate that, that legally and procedurally very, very bad things come your way. That's what justice would dictate. If you are willing to let others suffer for your lies, then you should suffer for the truth. I cannot stress enough that Christopher does not own a car and that he typically is seen driving one of those Tonka Jeeps. So him not turning the wheel oh that probably sounded like murderous no it was just it did sound a little murderous. no i would just it would very much hurt your shin <laughs> he's yeah you know this is the thing that's so crazy is like mk it's Ultra a play on the if you were on fire ago. i wouldn't piss on you that, that's the motif i'm what? going for Oh, oh, okay. That, I mean, that's not even murder. That's just I, what I'm saying is I wouldn't change the, my behavior too much if you were in peril. You know, if you were choking, if you were dying from a poison that maybe I had put in your food and I had the antidote just resting comfortably on a chain around my neck, I probably wouldn't give it to you. <laughs> is that is that is that the same probably, thing? Probably, I guess. Energy? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what the legal. I didn't make you eat it. Is. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, but like, MK Ultra was like 50 years ago, and it was the Congress going after this the state for attacking United States citizens, and vehemently so. And it's like, they do not see that as their job anymore. They do not see their job as protecting citizens. They see it as protecting narrative TM, you know? And it's one of the reasons, too, why How to Kill a Mockingbird is one of the most amazing novels that shows what's at the heart of America. 
It's defending the little guy, even when it's not popular. Even when everyone is going to hate you for it. Even when you have to go against the people that are your side and your friends, right? Like, that's what that book is about. Atticus Finch does what no man wants to do in that town because it's the right thing to do. You know, because the principles are supposed to defend even the people that everybody wants to hate and hit on. And, yeah, I mean... I said my stuff about the shaman guy. I mean, he looks like a crazy person in his getup. And what is he doing in there? He's, you know, he's doing this insane thing, attacking Donald Trump. He gets every defense that the law will provide him. You know, his lawyers get to see every tape. You know, they get every advantage to make sure that he doesn't suffer needlessly if he if he is in any way innocent. You know, and it is just strange to see the glee in the senator's face trying to get their narrative across, trying to show, you know, oh, well, Donald Trump tweeted this at this point, and that, you know, we can read into the tea leaves and see that this is an egregious assault. No, you know, you don't you don't get to just say that. You don't get to just claim this stuff. You need to prove it. So, it, it, anyway, it's it's sad. It, it, it is, it's worse than sad. It's it's vile and disgusting. Yeah. It's reprehensible. Yeah. And, and it, it just reveals... Yet again, it reveals yet again that what these people want is not what they say. They do not want to make things better. They do not want political assuaging. They do not want America to come together. They do not want to protect the disenfranchised. They want what they want. They want to remain in power, defend their ego see themselves as important, control the story, and control you. They do not care about you. If they don't care about Jacob Chansley, they don't care about you. And it's not because he's a criminal, which he is. But there's plenty of criminals that Kamala Harris is happy to bail out of prison. Yeah. They do not, do not want to tell you the truth. And they do not want to make things better. And this is clear. Because this could only make things worse. Mm -hmm. If you wanted people to trust the government, if you wanted people to see your leadership as valid and give you the great privilege of leading us into an age better than this one, you you wouldn't conspire against the American people to do it. Which is what you did. So, I, I, I am fundamentally disappointed in our government today. I'm fundamentally disappointed in the January 6th committee. And I am I am incredibly disappointed in Adam Kissing, Kissinger and Liz Cheney. Turncoats, as well. far as I'm concerned. And not there's one other story which... We can talk about a lot more quickly, <laughs> and it's a story that's already been disproven, yeah. but after the point at which Brian Sicknick, and remember, he's the officer that died on January 7th after taking part in the defense of the Capitol on January 6th, the going theory in the media was that he was killed by the January 6th rioters, that he was hit, struck in the head with a fire extinguisher, and it appears that that just is not the case. Uh, he might have been struck by some object, not sure. But after the point when he was supposedly struck, Tucker revealed video of him walking around the Capitol kind of lackadaisically with a helmet on as protesters milled about outside. And, of course, you partner that with the fact that even the even the Capitol Police themselves, the United States Capitol Police uh, medical examiner, found that he died of natural causes the next day. Uh, it's just it's just another fabrication for the narrative to paint these protesters as insurrectionists and the insurrectionists as murderers, and then the murderers are the Republican Party writ large. The, it's it's a completely yeah. dishonest attempt. Um, Crazy. And, and the fr- this is the frustrating and sad part to me is that I love this country. 
I love America. Mm-hmm. I love what America stands for. I love what it was built on because it was built on Judeo-Christian principles that are the only principles that, in my opinion, can revitalize the dead state and revitalize the dead corpus of society. It was out of tyranny that America was born, and it was born to fight tyrants. And tyrants have been around and will be around since the dawn of time until long after I am dead. But the spirit of tyranny is a fundamentally anti-human spirit. It says that I will take the mark of divinity that's within you and discount it and bastardize it and remove it and erase it. It's the genesis of sadism and secularism and and a grotesque amount of perversions. The spirit of tyranny that says other people are made for my use and not individually beautiful creations and children of an almighty God in their own right. So I love America for that reason. I love it because it was such a it was a shining city on a hill and a bulwark against tyranny that is an ancient evil that detests the divinity of the human soul. And I can't defend her. when she behaves like this. Mm. Which is deeply, deeply upsetting. There's there's tomorrow, there's more days, and there's great things about this nation that I hope last uh, at least to the end of my lifetime, hopefully even longer than that. But a nation that is willing to do this and look this isn't the worst time that we've conspired against our own citizens it's not there's things like mk ultra which is the federal government overreaching and conspiring against its citizens what about the the japanese internment camps during world war ii it's that's yeah. obviously a contentious difficult issue because we were under attack from a foreign adversary but in the final final analysis the american Government was conspiring against its own citizens. You've got Ruby Ridge and countless other examples of times when the government said, no, screw the little guy, we'll railroad him. And America's bounced back and survived and thrived on the other side of those things. And I hope that the same thing happens here. But but it would be ideologically inconsistent of me to claim that I was proud of America when America behaves like this. I am not. Mm. And I wish I could be. And that's why you should support our new sponsor, Raytheon. Raytheon. <laughs> Raytheon. No, you Stop say the tagline. I forget. One of the captain, is. one of the crew. One of the... <laughs> what? What? Jamie, do you remember the tagline? Listen. I'm trying to get um, Raytheon to have more than one target. So right now I feel oh, like it's you want just them to me. Come after. <laughs> it's just you? Uh, uh, FNX Fit. Punch like a Raytheon Tomahawk missile. <laughs> um, they'll give you all the supplements you need. You'll be basically diesel power and jet fuel with their new acid gummy bear vitamin jellies. I forget what they are, but they look great. <laughs> Uh, they taste like ginger ale, and they have the strength of 12 grown men missiles in them. I don't understand how this works anymore. Um, go to carlpooling slash fnxfit.com and enter carlpooling at the checkout. You'll get 15% off or something like that. The link's in the bio. Don't don't make me read it to you. I'm going to do it wrong. It's carlpooling.com slash fnx. It's that easy. I already, for, I already forgot and what you said. carpooling at gmail.com. I already remember that one. And go to carpooling.com to find our show and all of our links. 
and references. Yeah, and there's definitely not cookies there that will track you and send all your data to Raytheon. We care about the little yeah. guy. Raytheon. We care about <laughs> the one little guy we're going after. Ra- <laughs> Raytheon. <laughs> we care about the little guy on the monitor in the middle of the crosshairs because he can't be allowed to live. Still have Liz Cheney on your car? <laughs> you should have used Michael Avenatti. <laughs> oh, look at that. That's Michael a callback. Oh, my God. What a classic. Look, here's all I'm saying. That's beautiful. That if at Helm's Deep. No. If at Helm's Deep. I already forgot them. <laughs> instead of calling. If they had a Raytheon This is missile. what I'm saying, Hunter. If you'll just, if you'll just exercise <laughs> some patience for one second. If it was Aragorn right. calling out. Take him down! Take him down! To Raytheon instead of Legolas, Helm's Deep would yeah. still be here today, and you could you can bank make on Helm's that. Deep great again. God, listen, oh. I don't know who's running with that slogan, but they're, I'm voting for them. Yeah, it's been too long. Um, that that's it. Screw screw America for for like thirty minutes. <laughs> Wait. for just for a second until it gets its act back together. Okay, but uh. For real, okay. the the January sixth committee, it, you are, you are a disgrace, you are a complete disgrace to a great country. So, if I was on the January sixth committee, um, I would, I would worry that perhaps I was a demon, not a human being. So I would take some of my DNA and get it tested. Oh.